0: Okay, um, you guys all set on the end? Oh yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: How you doing?
1: Good. Okay. How you doing,
0: man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I've been looking forward to hearing about this. Um, kind of watched you guys over the course of the day. I was in and out, and you know, with that Ironman tracker, when you put a couple of people on that, your phone just blows up all day long.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> it does.
0: <laughs> I'm sure Pam can attest. I'm sure she her phone was blowing up all day too. So.
1: yeah she said from the kitchen she said yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah for sure so how are you feeling all recovered
1: yeah well kind of you know i mean uh we were talking about it yesterday it was the the uh well, it was what yesterday it was just over a week mm-hmm. yep and uh it feels like it was like two months ago but mm-hmm. yeah body body wise uh you know, not so much. So yep. mentally, we feel like it's like, all right, you know, that was like <laughs> history, but yeah, kind of lingering a little bit. Yeah. You
0: know? Well, I'll back up for a second and just kind of reintroduce you guys and let everybody know. Obviously, um, we this is the ordinary people doing extraordinary things podcast. We've kind of hit a, a little bit of a bump in the road with regard to our consistency. So it's good to have you guys back on. This is uh, Sean Snow and his daughter, Steph Snow, Stephanie Snow. And they both just completed Ironman Lake Placid. We had them on, uh, what was it, six, eight weeks ago. And we were talking about just, you know, the dynamic between father and daughter and racing Honduras endurance events and all that. And this race was on their schedule. So um, a couple of weeks back, they raced it. And uh, we're here to kind of recap it and talk about how it all turned out. And um, this is going to be fun. So I do want to say I, I did a little homework as usual. And, uh, hey, Steph, nice run.
2: Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about that right got, after. Another
0: five more miles and she would have had me. So so Steph ran a 417 run and you were 419. So I mean, I'm gonna set the stage here and, and then I'm probably gonna roll the ball out and let you guys talk. But just so people that are following along can see what happened. Sean, Sean's done, I don't know what you know, 35 of these. Uh, uh, Ironman. Yep, that, that was number 35. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So today, oh today, the other day, he went 1126, uh, excuse me, 1127, 26, seventh in your age group. Pretty decent. Pretty decent. 144th male out of 1,333 and 180 182nd overall in the race with a 104 swim, a 548 bike, and a 419 run. Steph came in, whoops, I didn't write your total time. You were like, you were under 12, weren't you?
2: Yeah, just under. Well,
0: just, under just under 12. So yeah. about 30 minutes later, Steph came in, sixth in her age group out of 34, 58th overall for females and 297th overall out of the same 1,818 people. So pretty damn good day, guys. She did a 116 swim. So about, uh, what's that? 12 minutes slower than 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 Sean I think. Um 611 mm-hmm. bike, super nice bike on on a tough course. Um in a 417 run trimming up dad by a couple couple of minutes. I'm going to give you a couple ribs on that. Um <laughs> you you're running good. That's that's a solid run off the bike uh, in an Ironman. Um so congratulations to you both. Great job. Bragging rights go to dad on this uh in the house. However, um She's coming, dude. She's coming. You better. You
1: better yeah, no, it's definitely,
0: it definitely. It's it's and and you know
1: what you didn't. you know she also got me in the transition. too. So.
2: Yeah, no, I was gonna say
1: I mentioned T one, T one, T two. She crushed me on one of them. I mean by about two minutes.
0: <laughs> the low hanging fruit, right? You just go quicker in transition, right? No need to be hanging around lingering in transition. Although, you mm-hmm. get a little older like us, Sean, it's kind of nice to sit down for a second. <laughs> no, it's it's real nice. Yeah. <laughs> if you had the climbers in there, I wouldn't have come out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I mean, tell me how it went. And, uh, you know, I, one of the big questions I have is, did you guys see each other out on the course? And, and if so, how many times? And how was that? And, uh, you know, how'd it go? It, uh, it went well.
1: I mean, I'll, go, I'll back up real quick. You said 35 Ironman. I figured I'd just show if people are watching this. This Bob. I think this is the, the year that you and I did, did it yeah. together. That was, um, 2000, uh, 2006. Yep. And this was my first, uh, Lake Placid and Bob, I think it was yours too, right?
0: Oh, six was yeah.
1: Six. And, yep. uh, cause you were in the t-shirt the last time we did this. Right. And this was, yeah. uh, Steph and I coming across the finish line no kidding. Uh, that year. Yeah. Yeah. That was when they allowed us to go, um, right. you know, have somebody there. So that was, uh, Steph. And now fast forward, uh, you know, how many uh, whatever years this is, and and that's know, that's, that's pretty
0: cool. Months, how, I know. mean, before you get into it, how far from getting a, a Kona slot were either one of you? Uh, yeah, so <laughs> well,
2: I'll start yeah. with me because yours is yeah. better. <laughs> Mine was I the first, It was only one slot for my. So. Oh
0: wow, yeah.
2: So the, she took it. We went. We went to roll down, and she it's went pretty, quick. <laughs>
0: pretty much try <about> to <laughs> win your age group to get it.
2: Yeah
1: yeah, yeah. 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 And it wasn't going to roll down. You know, you yeah. you know, it wasn't, it yeah. wasn't happening,
2: but, uh, but <laughs> me
1: on the other hand, it was so, you know, Bob, it was like, I was talking, you know, we were talking after it was almost like having a nightmare because, you know, he, the, Mike Riley's doing the roll down, you know, and, uh, and it came down to me, you know, and Mike and I didn't. So, so Mike was like, uh, you know, Sean Snow. And I didn't want to, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't want to be like, oh, you know, I already got one, you know. So yeah. I'm like, I'm not saying anything, you know, and, uh, Sean snow going once. And I'm like, this is like having a dream where you're like, you got a Kona slot and you want to say like, I'll take it. You know? Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. You know, but you can't get it out. Right. And anyway, it rolled, uh, rolled past me, but, uh, no, it rolled down to, um, you know, six or seventh. I uh, would seventh or eighth, you know? So they actually did, that. Uh, they, you know, the women, not so much, uh, you know, obviously, but, uh, I don't know if you heard, but they actually added women's slots for next year. Did you catch that at all? No, I didn't. Yeah. So they're actually they actually added um there's gonna be a two-rate, two-day race in Hawaii next year.
0: Oh, yeah, I did catch that. Yeah. Um,
1: and actually um adding um actually for for uh League a hundred female slots. Uh so it's gonna be so it it's gonna it's gonna be, I, I think it's gonna be cool because it's gonna bring, you know, the number of slots to the females like you know similar to what we have you so
0: know i didn't realize you've got a slot already i did yeah yep where did you get that slot where'd you qualify
1: I got that at like like passed it, uh last year okay and then, then they canceled hawaii got it um yeah yep and so what do you,
0: what do you think about them splitting yep. that race to two days male and female
1: Uh, I mean, tradition wise, I mean, obviously it's, um, it's a little bit, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit different on, you know, in breaking up the age groups and and in the way, but but I feel like, uh, you know, for Ironman, you know, to, you know, obviously it's been a couple, a couple tough years for, um, you know, for, you know, I'm sure, you know, they've taken a big hit race wise. And I think it's probably an opportunity to make, you know, some money on their end. And I do think it's going to give uh, people an opportunity, more, more athletes an opportunity to go, um, you know, to experience the Island. I don't, you know, look, I'm an old school traditionalist that, yeah, I'd like to have 1500 people like it used to be, um, you know, and, you know, have it as strict as it used to be in a one day race and all that. But, you know, I guess, I suppose just like everything else, you know, um, times change and uh, you know, I, I feel like I personally feel like it's uh it's good for the sport. And I, I feel like it's good for the Island as long as the Island can handle it, which we'll, we'll find out this year,
0: you know, Well, and it, it kind of changes your, your vision that you've had of you guys going and doing that race together uh, on the same day. Um, yeah. but probably if, if I know you, it doesn't dampen your spirit and enthusiasm for it. Mm-mm. No, no. I,
1: but, the, but the other, the other part of it is that there are male you know, there are, there are male and female, um, mm. racers that, at that, that uh, on the same day. So, well, that's like for this, year,
2: so.
1: this year, but next, next year season it season may be, be just female and yeah. male. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, the, the nice part about it will be that we'll be able to cheer each other on. So, True. you know, yeah. going here this year, it will be nice to be able to see some friends that are going to be racing in, in younger age groups. Um, and, you know, and experiencing that it certainly is going to be a, it's a different, Different ball game, and you know it's it it, it's, it the other the other part of it that uh, you know people want it to be a very strict um, a strict uh, qualifying, if you would, and you know you got to be a certain you know caliber or whatever you to get there. But the reality is, back in the day, you know, back when I first qualified the first few times, you know, there weren't a lot of Ironman races, and you know there were a lot of you know in our age group, Bob. You yeah. know, you probably had you know I I, I finished twelfth in uh, Florida my first one and I get a slot. So,
0: well, to give you, give you an idea too, uh, the year it was 2013. I raced my best Lake Placid at, at, uh, 10 Okay. So that's 50 minutes faster than the time you did today. I didn't get a sniff of Kona. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that was, what was that 40 to 45 age group or something like that? Um, wow. so you can tell, I mean, you gotta be there. You gotta be in the right place at the right time. You gotta run the race. And put yeah. yourself in a spot to be able to, to get a slot, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And that's what you're doing year after year. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you got, you got to give yourself a chance. So good for you. So Steph, um, if that's the goal, then did, you must've signed up for next year.
2: Yeah. So, yep. yep.
0: So you're on it. you are ready to go. So here we mm-hmm. go. Keeping the dream alive. So. Um, How would it go? What were some of the challenges? And I know you, Sean, and, and I know Steph, you're not, you're not any different, That when you encountered stuff on the day, you just plowed right through it. But, you know, what are some things you ran into?
1: Well, I'll tell you, I mean, I, uh, this is something that nobody really even knows about. You know, we didn't really talk too much about this prior to the race, but uh, Steph, um, I talked to Steph Monday night before the race and Steph wasn't feeling good. Oh, wow. Uh, I got the call and she said yeah dad I'm not uh, I'm not feeling great and uh, I figured okay either she was tired or you know she's coming down with something and um, obviously she was coming down with something and she ended up uh, you know she tested you know for COVID and you know tested negative Uh, but the reality was um, it was you know I got from a from a dad's standpoint and From from an Ironman standpoint, and with the weather forecast, I spent you know pretty much my week. Not even we didn't talk about it much, but you know I was concerned about how her body was going to go, you know, because it uh, yeah it was a matter of getting everything, you know, aligned. And and she sounded she sounded miserable all week. And you know I got to give her she was the Ironman for uh, for even you know for everything that she did that during the week to to lead up to it because you know we spent times talking about you know, Michael Jordan's flu game and, you know, I did everything I could to keep her head in it, but at the same time being a bit nervous about, you know, okay, what's going to, you know, how, how, whatever it was, you know, a bug's just got to get out of her system and it's got to get out of her system in time for Sunday, you know? So that was the, hands down, the challenge of the week, you know?
2: Um, I had my role. I just had everything sprawled out every day. I just took, I was like regimented with it and just, Went to bed at like, yeah, 7, 730 and, you know, got up and just tried to, you just, you got to go each day going forward and, you know, stay patient and know that it's probably going to line up well, just stay in that positive mindset.
0: Well, they say, if you look down the starting line at Ironman left and right, there's not a person standing there that hasn't dealt with something to get there, exactly. right? Yeah, so, that's it, you know, you.
2: but for the day though, yeah.
1: For the day. Exactly. So, you know, as far as the challenges for the day, you mean? Yeah. 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 Um, God, I mean, I was, uh, you know, we both started the swim together. Um, uh, you know, they have the rolling start now. So, oh, they do? Yeah. 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 Yep. Um,
0: oh, rolling, not per age group or swim seat or no, anything? No, so you um, were able to just start yeah, together?
1: Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which we agree. No, we agreed upon you know which is cool you know because
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh last you know when we did it in uh, was 16 yeah so she uh she went she started in the back you know didn't want to get get you know at that point get trampled with people
0: it, hey steph just so you know I, I know exactly what it feels like to have your dad sitting there waiting at the finish line already eating pizza when you get there <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. You're like, okay. Yep. He's like telling me, you know, when I sit down and he's like, yeah, you know, all these people, the volunteers are coming and helping you. It's really helpful here. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs>
1: Wasn't that long though. I'll tell you that. No, um, not at all. We, uh, yeah. So we sat, you know, we, we stayed, we situated each other, you know, took off together. So well, we knew pretty much yeah. knew our, uh, you know, our time was going to be the time, you know, we never really got too caught up in, uh, you know, like the goal was to, was to go out and obviously finish for both of us. And, uh, we never got really too caught up in, you know, being, I, mean, I don't even ever think we talked about, um, you know, being ahead of each other or anything like that, you know, leading no, up to it, you I, know,
2: the cool thing in the morning was like, I don't know, we woke up, we were ready, we were again all fired up, but we were, we were pretty relaxed, like when we we got to transition at like 4 30 we got you know pumped our tires got the gatorade in and then went over put our uh special needs bags over there and and then we just hung out at um one of the uh, breakthrough performance tent they just let us put our stuff there during the day and we just hung out. We put a yoga mat out, and we were just watching everyone kind of chaotically running <laughs> around, like throwing, you know. We're just hanging out, and it was more of a relaxing morning, which was which was. It amazing. really was. It was like, mm-hmm. wow,
1: we're doing an Ironman.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I
0: mean, so I mean, you you grew up in that environment, really. So I mean, for you, you I mean, I can understand how you would be able to just kind of sit and chill and take it in stride. And after watching Dad do a bunch of them, you you know what the day is all about. Mm -hmm. spectated a ton of them and and uh, and been around it so but it is nice like we I've got a couple friends that are you know super chill on race day and I've got a couple that that are just zipping all over the place and nervous energy and forget something simple and easy and and uh but good for you for just chilling out and taking it all in and enjoying the day you know I always say that it's for Ironman for me anyway it was a lot more about the training and the lead up and the people I met along the way and all the crazy stories I would have about stupid stuff that would happen on a bike ride or a run. Um, and that, that the race is really just kind of graduation day and you got to take it, got to take time to enjoy it while you're in it. I mean, that might sound funny to somebody watching this or listening to because of how painful it is, but, um, you got to have a good perspective when you're out there because <clears throat> you're on the right side of the grass and you're participating in a world-class event and you're absolutely qualified to be there. That's a pretty good feeling. That's
2: right. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Steph, what did any, did you deal with any adversity during the race or, um, any flats, any cramps, any, anything?
2: So pretty, I felt pretty good. Um, the bike was, was going really smoothly. I would say for me, like, I just tried, I held it. I like wanted to, to pace it for the first loop and then get that second loop when, you know, once it starts at mile 80, just start going more and more. So it's funny because the minute I was like, wow, my bike's going well, there's nothing that's happened. Then my chain dropped, which I mean, that's not like, it didn't take long to get it back on, but, um, that was the worst part. You know, that was probably like the most thing that stopped me the most there. But then, um, I think, you know, in the run, the run is always going to hurt no matter what. So, I mean, I had a little bit of like a patellar thing happening started like in the patella, my right knee um, on the bike and then kind of was like affecting me a little bit on the, on the run. So, but, but it wasn't like that was for that to be the worst thing of the day was like totally fine for me. So you kind of
0: came around on race day as far as how you weren't feeling well during the week when you, when you got to race day, you were, you were pretty well cleared for takeoff.
2: Pretty well cleared. Yeah. I mean, I had some, some good, like congestion stuff throughout but, it like, some parts didn't sound too good on the run. But then I just, like, you know, got it out and then just go. And, got the yep. brain off. <laughs> yeah <laughs> The cool thing was on the bike, um, on the down and back part, when you're in, like, after Jay. Hazleton. Hazleton. Yeah. yeah. You go. Um, so when you come from the side street and then you go take a right up, and then you have everyone else that's going down this way to go back. Um, I took that right. And I was going to the down and back and dad was coming right over. So we just like, we saw each other just at that time. That, and then I looked at my watch to see what, you know, how far I was from yeah. him. <laughs>
1: that was the point of the race. I, you know, the swim, we never saw each other and we never saw each other come out. And I didn't, we didn't know any, I didn't even know if she was ahead of me behind me, blah, blah, blah. But when it's not, you know, the concern for me, you know, again, as a dad, you know, Steph to me is still, you know, 12 years old. So right. you know, through the descent, the, the, the descent this year was, um, it wasn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't say it was disastrous, but there, you know it was pretty sketchy in some areas. And uh, I knew that, you know, we had actually worked a little bit more on descending than we have uh, in the past, the you know, the, the couple of months leading up to it, actually let, letting go on a descent a little bit more. So, I knew that her daring, she was going to be a little bit more daring, uh, on that end. And, uh, I just really wanted to see her on the bike, you know, and at that point, you know, cause you know, your mind is going, I just want to make sure that stuff's so good. I just, we needed one time to see her. I didn't, I knew if the first loop, good. The second loop, you know, not, I don't want to see her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, we caught each other and it was just like, from that point on, it's like, that was, uh, I saw her and I was I was thrilled, but then it was like, now the race is on. Uh, now I don't want to see her. I got to bridge that gap because I could see the look in her eyes. It was just like, dad, hello. And I'm like, okay. You remember what you said to Steph, you hold back. You know, you got to hold back. Yeah, Legs are going, you need to go. And I'm like, no, you don't. You're You're hard. You know, well,
0: like they always say it's not a race of who goes the fastest. It's who slows down the least. Right. Yeah
1: yeah no uh, no doubt on that you know
0: it's clearly both with some pretty pretty remarkable times uh stayed steady throughout the day um that's what this this shows me anyway and you didn't like a lot of people will go out and drop a 515 bike and then throw up a a 620 run you know yeah uh, so the people that i find do the best at ironman are pretty solid in all three they're not a you know, collegiate swimmer that came to Ironman or, a you know, a guy that just a top tier cyclist, um, those kinds of guys with, with resumes like that, guys and girls with resumes like that. A lot of times they don't really excel at Ironman because they won't work the discipline that, that they're weakest at, you know, and, uh, you guys are, you know, pretty steady overall. So good job. Congrats. Great race. Um, what's on what's on tap for the rest of the season for both of you it's only august so i know you're not done sean so we both host
2: i signed up for for Timberman nice. in September. Yeah. so i'm building for that
0: what's the date on that
2: that's the, the 17th, 15th 17th to 17th 17th i think it's on a sunday september
1: oh, okay september. yeah
2: yeah and then and then you're next. After and that. I've got,
1: uh, then I have Hawaii uh, October 9th. I think uh, I got the okay. Saturday race yeah. uh, and the, the family will be down there for that. Great. Uh, and then right after that uh, is going to be the next showdown. Where's that? Utah. Utah. Okay. Uh, well, so that's so 70.3 worlds.
0: What's that so date that,
1: that's uh, last weekend of October. So you like got a about. busy,
0: busy rest of the year. No, Sean, you're not going to do Timberman.
1: I'm not, no, it's, it's too close. Um, you know, I, I had that hamstring thing and, uh, I am, you know, I'm pleased with how that, you know, how that's gone. And I really, I feel like, uh, you know, those two races, you know, Hawaii and Utah at this point, probably, I just want to try to, I haven't been able to put in a, a, you know, a solid base. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to spend the next six weeks, just, you know, just building it right back up and then, know because with hawaii you know i've you know i've learned that it's really not for me it's not speed it's just being able to endure uh you know what what it throws at us for the duration you know yeah uh, so. I'll,
0: ask you, I'll ask you guys another question um and i've talked to a few people about this and and they talk about wow you know a couple of weeks out after an iron man they're they're in the tank or they're down or they're just kind of don't feel like doing anything, or there's this big letdown. And I've tried to explain, like, listen, you've got to take, you got to take a little bit of time off, you have to recover, but not just physically, but mentally, because every day you've been doing something forever, training for this big, big lead up, you hit the goal, and then it's, boom, the bottom falls out, and you almost lose your identity a little bit. I know that you get right back on your bike the next week, Sean, and you're, you know, doing active recovery and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, what would you say to somebody that's feeling like that? That like, wow, they, they hit their big goal. Now what?
1: <clears throat> well, me personally, I mean, I, my, you know, I've always, um, I feel like a big part of, especially, you know, something like, I've always said, you know, it's the, the Ironman hangover thing that, um, you got to let the body and the, and the mind recover, but I really feel like it's really important to have that, uh, you know, to, to have that next goal lined up, um, you know, that you're looking forward to, because you build up so much, uh, you know, time and effort into this one, you know, one event. Uh, and then when it's done, it's like, you know, now what, you know, it's like, um, you know, you build up for a wedding, you know, and then you, you, uh, you know, get married, and then you have the rest of your the marriage to be you know, to look forward to, well, you train for an Ironman, you're like building up for a wedding and then you get done. And then it's just like, okay, I'm done. You know, now what? Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like uh, that to me, you know, from what I've seen, that's a big part of what, um, you know, what, what that down feeling is. It's not, it is a physical thing, um, but I feel like a lot of times it's a mental thing. And, you know, and speaking with, you know, with over the years, speaking with people that, that you know, that, that miss it, you know, that, that have been, that, that have done it, you know, and I've talked to, it seems like it's, you know, I've talked to more and more people the past, you know, a few months that haven't done them for a while. And they're like, man, I really miss that, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I kind of feel like that that's an important thing to have, you know, whether it's, you have a track, you know, a, a sprint triathlon coming up in three weeks or a marathon in the fall, is always to have something you know something lined up and you know it's not cheap i mean it's a lot it's a lot of money for these races and um but i've always said and i, I still really believe that, that it's been worth it it's it was worth every penny that uh that you spend you know signing up for them because uh you know that's what that's what sparks this you know that keeps that uh you know that quote
0: hangover uh, well, it over. ends up being your your family trips your vacations and your you know Um, Unless you're just made of money, that's where you're going to, you know, if you're spending a fair amount to do an Ironman, that's your family vacation, you know. And chances are, if you're doing a race and it's a destination, um, you know, they have them in some pretty nice areas, a la Kona, you know, or Utah, or, you know, where you just were. So that the communities that take these races on and bring them in um, are great places to go anyway, regardless of of an Ironman. So, right. um, But yeah, you you could spend some dough. You know, when you were talking about Hawaii and Utah and Lake Placid, that's a lot of money. And I know that sometimes you go and, uh, you know, do some of these on a budget, don't you? Like go stay at a campground and you and Steph just go and do it and come back and, you know, if you dra- oh, yeah. drag, drag. No. no? Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: No. yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. I, <laughs> I remember when I, when I first got to know you, I the walked orange, up to you after a
1: yeah, race. Ironman like, at the uh, main 70.3 we uh we stayed in a tent a tent several times we did like two or three times we've done the main 70.3 when it was the old orchard um yeah no and that's actually the fun part of it to be honest with you i mean i kind of feel like uh, it's nice to go to the destination areas and do that but the other part of it is like you know trying to well i mean another example is you know at lake placid um you know when you uh if you can not you saw me you can come up when you come up you drive you know uh, I go, we're up there thursday friday saturday sunday night thursday and friday five o'clock you can drive by our uh our hotel parking lot and, and find find me cooking pasta
2: yeah right
1: you saw me so <laughs> it's cheap you know it's not it's not a 50 meal i'm out yeah. there cooking my pasta in the parking lot yeah you know? and uh to me that's like you know that to me is uh you know it's yeah that's what it's all about you know so whether you you know and and it's kind of you know sleeping in a tent before a race and then having to break down and go through the race that's kind of part of the challenge you know
0: your iron man starts the night before
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no it's um you know we've been very fortunate over the years to go you know with the destinations that uh you know that we've gone to and look forward to to more you know and Hopefully get you back out there, buddy. That's what, uh, yeah,
0: you know, I'm thinking about that at some point, uh, I've got to get healthy and, and feel better. You know, when, when you, when we were talking about that letdown, you get after Ironman, I, I always was very good at stepping away when it didn't feel right. And I would, if I was just wasn't feeling it, I'd take a break. And then I would notice five, six, seven days later. Okay. Now I have the itch to go for a run. Now I have the itch to get on my bike. And right now the, the thought of getting on my bike and riding a hundred miles doesn't appeal to me at all. And it's, I think it's mostly because I've got a ton going on with business. Um, I've got, you know, seven employees now, um, a lot of people relying on me for their livelihood. And so that's a big deal. And until I feel as though that's got its own, uh, momentum, um, it, it does require a lot more of my attention than, than anything I've ever done. So that said, um, we all need to take care of ourselves and get oxygen, as they say. And that was, you know, the Ironman game or triathlon in general was something that breathed a lot of oxygen into me for a lot of years. And, you know, I know 300 people I didn't know in 2005, you know, you guys are as as an example of that. So I enjoy it. I enjoy the community. Uh, I'm one of those, I'm a, I'm a gatherer of people and Hey, let's go do this and let's train here and let's put this together. So I've had a lot of fun doing it over the years. So, It may come back. It may not come back at the Ironman level. Maybe I'll go do a sprint and see how that feels, you know, and just get out there and bang around. We'll see. Um, Right now I'm getting out of bed going, okay, what hurts? (laughs) And just trying to stay positive and uh, you know, just keep on keeping on. So um, but it's definitely uh, something that I haven't lost sight of and I I do enjoy it. And uh, I like who I was when I was doing it, you know, Cause I was competitive. I was felt as though I was in the best shape of my life. And, and, uh, you know, it, it just fills my cup, you know, so. Yeah. I, just,
1: you know, I feel like as we get older too, it becomes, you know, a little bit more important, you know, to, right. to, you know, to, to keep us on that. You kind of walk that fine line, obviously, you know, you want to stay, stay healthy and, you know, beat you, not beat your body up too much, but by the same token, it really, uh, you know, it's about keep, keep, keeping the body in motion, you know,
0: how, I mean, you've done a bunch of these and, and, uh, I mean, it might be different for Steph, but, um, like now, I mean, I'm sure you feel like you can kind of tune up for an Ironman, so to speak in, in eight or 10 weeks, you know, like you can pretty much sharpen your pencil and go, what are you doing like on a day-to-day basis? What's a training week look like for you right now, Sean, I know you got a busy job, um you're you're going at these you go at them hard but I know you're 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 pushing you're competitive with yourself um but you're also in the 55 to 59 age group right so yes get older. so what's a what's a typical training week look like for you right now
1: well uh, I mean leading up to Lake Placid it was kind of uh it was kind of a fidgety one because of the hamstring I think uh, after we spoke um uh, the last time we did this, uh, I think I had a setback and a 5k. And then, uh, so really it was about a month before it was kind of, uh, I wouldn't call it a big push, but, um, you know, I was able to run a a little bit. Um, and then I had about a two week, uh, two week buildup, you know, which was like very, you know, kind of random, you know, where I was able to run, you know, probably four or five times uh, you know, anywhere from five to, I did, went out and I ran like 19 miles one day. Um, yeah. well, it wasn't my traditional build up for that. And then I had this like 10 day, you know, like, um, almost 500 mile, um, on the bike, you know, just like, just a huge, you know, just, just hitting the miles that I could, but now, right now, you know, leading up to Hawaii, I mean, generally, uh, you know, I try to get, uh, you know, I'm going to shoot for, you know, 30 to 40 miles of running on the bike. Um, you know, I'd like to be, I'm mean, sorry, uh, th- 30, uh, 30 to 40 miles of running and then bike, bike time, uh, you know, I'd like to say between 10 to 12 hours a week. And then, you know, I'll try to have a couple of bigger swim weeks uh, before Hawaii. But, you know, like this week, um, you know, uh, Saturday I went out and did like a six hour ride Sunday was a 19 mile run. And then this during the week, because of my job, you know, it's kind of like a, maybe an hour to an hour and a half bike. Uh, And then anywhere from eight to 15 mile run before work. And then I swim for 15 minutes at lunchtime uh, and then maybe a little bit at night, but the, the stuff at night, I'm, I'm learning, you know, as, as I'm getting older here, that, the two workouts, you know, that third that third workout uh, is more like should be just like more of a yoga or just a core type thing. You know, I gotta let let the body kick it down a notch. You know, a couple um, of things you know.
0: that stand out to me and what you just said, and you know, a lot of different people listen to this, and they're not all Ironman people. And uh, you just said about eight to fifteen mile run before work. <laughs> so i mean if you think about that for a minute this guy gets up early guys and he's going at it so you know if you're getting out of bed and and you know wondering you know where the coffee and donuts are that's not what sean's doing he's he's out there running miles. the other thing you said to me is 15 minute swim at lunch so that's that's a that's getting getting to a pool or body of water getting geared up and then to only swim 15 minutes. I mean, that's a pretty good commitment to just to be working on your craft for 15 minutes, but it sounds like you probably get a lot of work done in that time. That's probably what you've got for your lunch hour, right? 15 minutes. And I do have been doing it
1: every day. I'm, you know, he, I've been doing it every day for, we'll say 15 years, you know, at, at work, you know, everybody knows that, uh, you know, it's, it's I've got a one hour lunch, so I got to utilize, I, I utilize it. Uh, you know 15 20 minutes depending on traffic and all yep. that but I get there and it's it's you know most of it's just the easy stuff but uh, yep. it's just getting a feel for the water and it all adds up you know over the course of the of the week and that's you know kind of um, build you know c- keep, keeps the swim consistent because you're really yep. in the long run the swim is uh, you know if you've got the swim experience that's really the shortest part although yep. Hawaii is going to be is more, much more tricky because you've got you know, you're you're no wetsuit and it's also a much tougher swim. Oh yeah. Uh, so it is no joke. And I, that's one thing that I do have to light mm-hmm. the fire under my butt on is, is do that. The other thing that Steph and I, um, uh, have just recently done the past couple of months is we started, you know, I'm old school and, uh, we started, we, uh, got those, what the wahoo kickers. Yep. do You have one ball. Yeah. You've got the kicker. So the, the one that you take the wheel off the back and, Yep. Well, yeah, so we did. Um, you know, leading up to Lake Placid, you know, I feel like that that's a really it's a good tool that I really, you know, being a spin class guy and yeah, uh, trainer, I just it's you know I enjoy the spin classes and all that, but I really was quite pleased with the um, with the kicker and then the and you know the the uh, we used the uh, Ruby app, yeah, uh, and we were able to do the Lake Placid course uh, quite a bit, and you know that's what I, I plan on doing for for Hawaii. So. You know, it'll be nice to be able to get up. You know, be on my bike at three thirty in the morning and be able to put out, you know, two and a half hour bike ride before work. You know, and utilize it in that way. So, <clears throat> you know, that that gives you an extra extra tool, if you would. You pretty know? good
0: way to pretty good way to squeeze it in. So, I mean, you guys are doing a little bit of training together, Steph. Maybe you can talk for a second on what your what's a typical week for you and what does your Ironman training look like
2: um so it depends like so because i'm uh, working right now i'm working per diem at the hospital so my um before prior to the class i was working probably four sometimes five days a week sometimes three it all depended on each week but um yeah. i was doing a lot of my workouts in the mornings too so um like the days I had five days a week of work, I would get that long run in in the morning. Like the longest I had was 16 before work, which, um, I had never done before. And it was definitely an experience to do that before (laughs) when you, when you brought it up, like, I was just like, yeah, it's, it's crazy, but, um, but like doing, uh, I don't know, it all flip flops every week. I just kind of gauge off of what how i feel each week but like um now after iron man and i've kind of recovered so swimming last week and then starting up this week i did um today i did a a bike and a run so like 30 mile on the trainer and then seven yeah. mile. so it all depends each each week but
1: I got to tip my hat to, to Steph too, because she works, you know, she works here in Concord uh, and she lives in Epping. So it's about a 35 minute drive, right. To, uh, you know, just to get people and She's, yeah, I mean, sometimes she's beating me to Concord, you know, so she's getting up, she's getting up earlier than I am at some points to, to get her workouts in. I, I mean, and that's, you know, that inspires me even more, right. you know, that she's willing to do that, you know, and it's just like, okay, well, what's my excuse? You know? Um, yeah, no, it's, and then sometimes we, we, uh, we haven't only a couple of times, we've been, gotten on the kicker and, um, been on the course together. You know, <laughs> you
0: know?
1: that could be fun. Yeah. It could be a problem, you know, I yeah, tell you this really quick. Uh, so we did Ironman, we did the Placid Sunday, and, you know, came home Monday and we both had Tuesday off. So Pam had to work. So Steph and I are hanging out. We decided to go to the pool and uh, we were doing hundreds. So our goal was, I don't know, 15, 100s, I think it was. And uh, we had our own lane. And I said, so we, we said, okay, we'll go on the top. And I said, no, Steph, easy.
0: Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> First one.
1: It was just like, it was we get back and we both come up to after the hundred, we start laughing. We're laughing hysterically and I'm looking at her like, and she's looking at me and we're going,
2: no. <laughs> it was
1: just like, here we go. Here we go again. So we do, it's, it's fun to train together, but you know, we're learning that it's not always the, um, it's not always a great idea to do our runs together. Right? <laughs> it's, it's turning wow. into what it always turns into with most people is, Hey, let's get together for an easy ride and never happens. You know, the only, only way you can really go easy is if you go by yourself, you know?
0: I remember we took off from, from my house one time, a few of us and Rick, my friend, Rick Durgan was pulling. And I looked out at my power meter and I, I, I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm not, I cannot do this all day. So whatever, when I'm done, I'm going to be done. And when <laughs> I was done was on the way down from the top of the kank. And one of my legs just froze like so, so straight <laughs> out. <laughs> so I'm coming down the cank pedaling with one leg <laughs> oh
2: my gosh. And they're like,
0: you need to call for a ride I'm like I'm not calling for a ride made it to like Freiburg and I had to call for a ride
2: <laughs> oh.
0: but that's what a training with, with friends will do to you you know And yeah. uh, I, had to eat. I, I ate everything I had on board at the top of the Kangamagus Highway I didn't touch it <laughs> I was in trouble oh. <laughs> but it's good you guys have each other and it's good you're doing some trainer stuff too, because that can, you can be a little bit more controlled environment. Um, and it's pretty hard to get run over on a trainer and everybody's out there texting and, and uh, doing God knows what, while they're driving today. So be careful when you are out there, um, some bad things happen. So you be, be uh, just be cognizant of that and be aware all the times. So it's uh, it's crazy. I don't miss that part of it. And I've actually rode my fat bike a bunch and just kind of stayed in the woods a little bit, you know, yeah mm-hmm. yeah is not that a bad thing you guys do anything uh uh to mix it up any kind of cross training anything other than swim bike run
2: hiking Do
0: that's right yeah
2: hiking.
0: um yeah i'll get an early morning pick from your dad he's at the top of lafayette you know and i'm just digging the sleepies out of my eyes Yeah, right. i think that was for me that was uh the, the hiking is that you know for me i
1: um we both do some core stuff, not a lot of weights. I really, I, you know, I keep saying this, but I, I really need to start hitting the waist a little bit more frequently, a lot more frequently. Yeah. Uh, hiking to me was that really helped me get through uh, the Boston situation and then be able to pull off what I pulled off at Lake Placid, I think, because I spent uh, I pretty much lived at Lafayette almost every weekend, probably four, I'm going to say I did Lafayette, at least four times before Lake Placid, cause I couldn't run. Yeah, uh, I found out that I could, could hike and what, yeah. uh, and that leg, the leg strength gave me what I, what I had. I didn't have the run that, uh, you know, the run turnover and the pounding that I would have liked to have, had, but I feel like the hiking really, and I do feel like, uh, you know, oh, since I've discovered the whole hiking thing, it really does add this, this whole new dimension of, of strength. I mean, You know, it's, you get this soreness from hiking, especially from the the bigger hikes, you get the soreness. And then once you get over the soreness, you know, and I feel like that, uh, that's something that you can't really touch too much on the bike, you know, swim, bike and the run, but you cannot, you know, that hiking, you know,
0: I call it hiking legs. And if you've got hiking legs uh, and it takes me a few hikes, a few tough hikes to get them. But once you, once you're there, you're like, oh, okay, now we can go, you know. But i'll tell you what getting there is some some suffering you know um there's some long days long days of of working your legs especially on hikes like that lafayette's no joke that that uh what is it that what's that loop franconia ridge loop is it's a beautiful hike um but it's a you know that's a solid what nine to ten miler right yeah
1: yeah Yeah. it's nine miles and it's uh you know it's yeah i mean it's you know the the flip side of it is you really got to you know, I, early on, I used to run it and stuff like that, but I, you know, now I just, just get out and, and, you know, if I run it, you know, in the flatter sections, right.
0: you just know, kind you of get, fast, fast hiking, fast walking,
1: really quick. You know, you don't want to be rolling ankles and right like that, you know, the other thing that I do is, um, you know, a little bit of boxing. I used to do a fair amount of, you know, I don't know if you've heard of title boxing, but that, uh, I, I was doing that for a few years and then that kind of, things kind of went belly up a little bit with the COVID situation, but I got a boxing bag in the, in the basement. And uh, you do use that uh, from time to time. I feel like that that's, that's where it helps the run more than anything. You know, the, the core strength from the, from the, uh, from the bag. Yeah. You know, and the last thing is yoga. I mean, I spend every morning and every night, you know, you know, not a lot of hours on end, but, I feel like as I've gotten older, that's been the most critical part of my whole training is is keeping the body. You know, well,
0: I read it, I read a lot of books about you know just mentally tough people or successful people, and one of the recurring themes, the things they all have in common, is a morning routine that they do not deviate from. You know, yep. whether it's reading their you know core values or whether they're getting up and. Saying, "Hey, I'm not touching my cell phone for 30 minutes, or I'm gonna take some time like you, where you're you know you're hitting the yoga mat, you're making your inspirational Facebook post, you're reading some verses, whatever it is that gets you kind of centered for the day." For me lately, it's been okay. I'm gonna I'm um, I'm planning my day, so um, I get up, take my time, have some coffee, take a look at this, and plan out my day, and then I don't come off it. And that way, at they get get to the end of the day, I'm like, all right, no, that was a successful day because I got everything done that I wanted to get done. But at least I had a spot to jump from, you know, and, yeah. uh, you know, the crazy thing is if I try to squeeze Ironman training into that thing right now, it would be horrifying. But um, sometimes I, I think back, I'm like, how did I ever do that? You know, how did I ever get all that stuff in? How does Sean get all that stuff in? You know, well, you get up at three o'clock in the morning or whatever time it is and you get going. So which also means you get to bed early right
1: yeah yeah i'm generally in bed by well 7 30 is my is the target you know but yeah. generally it's quarter of eight eight o'clock but like to be in bed by 7 30 and sometimes 7 15 you know uh, you know just uh you know you can't you can't i yeah. can't walk that line like i used to and uh yeah uh, i do miss you know i miss you know watching things and i miss that end but um you know, it's definitely, you know, definitely worth the, um, you know, worth that, you know, and I, but I'll tell you this. I mean, I feel like, yeah, you, I know you, you know, once you iron things out a little bit on the, you know, with the business and stuff like that, I feel like you do what You can, you, you can get there, man. It's just, oh, yeah. you know, you know, you got it. You got, once you press send, man, once you, once you go on and you say, boom, I'm in,
0: mm-hmm. it's just
1: like, okay, here we go. How am I going to do this? <laughs>
0: that's the face.
1: I, awesome. yeah, I, I don't mm-hmm. feel like, um, yeah you know, I, I tell people this, like I, especially with experience, like I don't feel like it takes, you know, the hours and hours that, um, yeah, that, that we feel like it takes, you know, especially with experience, you know, and you, you know, you may not feel like you're in the shape that you needed, you know, you, that, you know, you feel like you have to put that time in, but I really don't think that we do. I mean, I feel like your body learns it and, uh, not only the, the body learns, but your mind remembers. And, right. uh, you know, in, in, in the long run, whether it's a half iron or a triathlon or, or a full iron, you know, it's a day. It's a day. You just got to do it for a day.
0: Good point. That's, right? It's just right. a day. You know, you're yeah. capable,
1: you've crowds, you've got energy. It's a day. Yeah. So it's really just getting up in the, early in the morning, doing your thing. And, you know I, I, you know, I swim. And when I come out of the swim, that was Monday. Now I'm in Tuesday, you know. Right. Tuesday or, I'm on the bike and then I uh, get done with the bike and now it's Wednesday. Now all I got to do is run one mile 26 times, you know? And, uh, but I really feel like the biggest thing is pressing the send button. Yeah. Figuring out saying, okay, you know, next year, it's time for me to get my ass back in shape, you know, and, uh, you know, okay, I'm committing to, I you know, main 70.3 or whatever it is. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's there, you know,
0: well, it's funny how uh, like the takeaways from an Ironman or or the the skill set or arrows in your quiver that you feel like you have with regard to mental toughness uh, as it relates to life in general. And you're like, whatever it is you, you run into, you're like, um, OK, well, I, I know how to hurt for 10 to 15 hours. You know, I can I can deal with whatever's on my plate today on a from a business standpoint or whatever I got to get done on a job site or calling somebody or paying some bills or whatever. Um, you know, the old, this too shall pass thing. Right. But when you're eight, 10 miles deep into an Ironman marathon and you're not feeling great and you've got to reach back into that bag of tricks and go, okay, uh, how am I going to get through the next bunch of miles? Um, that helps you with the mindset, you know, and, and you start to, you know, you start to, you, it makes you stronger. I mean, Steph, you must see it. Even I mean, you're young, so I mean, you've run into stuff. Have you had times when you're like, you know what, I got this? The freaking Ironman.
2: Yeah. No, I reflect on it because, I mean, and then, you know, even during the Ironman, it's you. Like I like during this one, I was counting for the whole marathon. Yeah. The twelve, and I would just count one two three four like at a slower rate but like so you know and then in, in react and then in other aspects of life not counting but just trying to uh break each part down into right. what the problem is and then um and then that well, helps with the outcome
0: like your dad got, you know 26 one mile repeats basically with a buffet at the end of every one of them actually that's what <laughs> I'm yeah. just, running, I'm just out here running aid station, aid station, baby. Bring yeah. on the snacks, you know, You so. <laughs> <Kids are
2: good.
0: laughs> just can't sit down. Right. No. Don't <laughs> sit down and don't look behind you. Don't <laughs> stop. <laughs> well guys, it's been, it's been great to catch up. Um, I've been wanting to do this, Sean. I'm glad you, you reached out and, uh, I've been wanting to recap it with you and kind of see how it all went and, and see who's, uh, who came out on top so to speak even though i know neither one of you care about that um yeah. and that, that you either of you just as happy to see the other one do great nice job i mean very respectable times you guys are right up there in the tops of your age group so you you're not just doing it you're doing it at a high level so you're not out there just checking the boxes you're you're going hard you're being tough uh you, you guys are role models you're being you're setting the standard for people you know in your area and your hometown and people that see you online and it's just good stuff, and I'm happy to know you, and I thank you for taking the time to do this.
2: Thank you, Bob. Thanks for having us thank on, you. man. Yeah. And,
1: uh, yeah, look forward to uh, to uh catching up again soon, and I'm looking forward to being out there again with you soon. All
0: right, guys. Well, good luck. I'm, I'm sure I'll talk to you before for Kona and in Utah, and Steph, good luck with what you've got coming up, and uh, good luck at Timberman and all that jazz, and uh, we'll be following along.
2: Thank you. Bye, yeah, guys.
0: Thank you. I'm I'm going to pause on the record. I'll be right here for a second.